I'm Brooke Simonson, Certified Nutrition Coach and your host of the Health Investment Podcast. If you're ready to look and feel your best without any confusion, frustration, or stress, you're in the right place. Each week, I interview experts and share no-nonsense, research-backed tips so that you can finally lose weight for good, eat healthy long-term, have the high energy you crave, and feel like a million bucks. I'm so happy you're here with me today. Don't forget to hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Hello, health investor. Welcome to another episode of the Health Investment Podcast. You may have noticed that this episode is quite short And that's because it's another bite-sized one. In addition to interviewing experts, I also do solo bite-sized episodes where I share a brief and helpful tip relating to nutrition, sleep, stress management, movement, or mindset. If you want to listen to the four previous bite-sized episodes, I'll put links to those in the show notes. Today, I'm going to share a quick written exercise you can do to enjoy indulgences and treats in moderation without feeling guilty or gaining weight. If you're like most people, you adore cookies, ice cream, pizza, and nachos, but when you're trying to lose weight, you fear that satisfying your cravings may cause you to spiral out of control. Since a single weekend of happy hour, dinner with friends, and football Sunday can seemingly derail any progress you've made, it can feel easier to swear off all treats and follow the rules of a diet that restricts carbs, sugar, or processed food. The problem with going all in on a diet is that doing so can actually backfire and end up being more detrimental to your progress. You can only follow keto or Whole30 for so long before you'd kill for a piece of pizza, but that single piece of pizza can taste so good that it leads to another piece and another. And since that first piece of pizza already quote-unquote ruined your clean eating streak, you may end up washing those slices down with some soda and even topping them off with some ice cream. Within a few hours, you've fallen off the wagon and you vow to start whatever diet you were on in the first place again on Monday. I hear about this yo-yo pattern all the time from clients who've tried everything in the past. Even though their experiences are all unique, Pieces of their stories, like this common black or white approach, are all too common. You may even be listening and thinking, how does Brooke know exactly what I go through on a regular basis? Promise I'm not a mind reader over here. Like I said, I just hear stories like this all the time. All right, so what can you do? How can you enjoy everything in moderation? without following the strict rules of a diet or spiraling out of control. To live in the middle ground, the gray area, if you will, self-awareness is absolutely key, as is a lot of mindset work. 
There's one written exercise, like I mentioned, that I want to share with you today, and this can be a real game changer when it comes to both self-awareness and mindset. Here's what I want you to do, unless you're driving or walking or something. In that case, probably wait until later. Grab a piece of scratch paper and something to write with, or open a note in your phone. Then create a two-column chart, doesn't have to be perfect, just sketch it out, and at the top of the left column, I want you to write 100% worth it. At the top of the right column, I want you to write not worth it. In your 100% worth it column, I want you to jot down 10 or more less nutritious things that are a 9 or a 10 out of 10 in your book. These are the things you absolutely adore, your favorite, favorite indulgences in the world. I personally would write gooey homemade chocolate chip cookies, chunky ice cream, because I really prefer ice cream when it has a lot of stuff in it. I don't just like the plain vanilla or chocolate types. I'd write a New York style slice of pizza, nachos that aren't soggy. Another very important qualifier there. There's nothing worse than soggy nachos. But I would write french fries that are soggy because, call me crazy, I like them undercooked. Red wine, not white, not a huge fan of white, and so on. Notice with my examples there how specific I'm being with each thing. When you're doing this exercise, specificity is very important. So go ahead and pause this, jot down your 10 or maybe more absolute favorite things, and remember to use super specific adjectives when you're doing so. And then I want you to move to the right column. The right column is where you're going to write down things that are kind of tasty, they're not awful, but they're not your favorite favorite, favorite things. Maybe they're other people's favorites, but they just don't do it for you. And again, I want you to write 10 or more things in the right column. To do this, you can look at the left column and see if there are any things that kind of piggyback off of the ones you've already written down. So for example, I said I really enjoy undercooked french fries. So in the right column, I'd write super crispy french fries, because I don't like those as much. I'd also write plain ice cream without any chunks, crispy chocolate chip cookies, white wine, and so on. And then aside from just piggybacking off of what you wrote in the left column, you can write additional things that have nothing to do with those other items. So I would write onion rings, chicken wings, mozzarella sticks. You get the idea. These are all things that other people love. Maybe you've eaten in the past just because they're around, but you're realizing they're not your favorite, favorite things. Once you have a bunch of items written down in both columns, I want you to write six critical words below your chart. They are change requires change, And change requires choice. I'm going to say those six important words again. Change requires change. 
change requires choice. When your goal is to lose 5 to 50 pounds in a healthy, sustainable way, all foods can fit, but all foods can't fit all of the time. You're going to have to make some changes to your typical routines and habits, and you're going to also have to make choices, especially when it comes to less nutritious foods. That's the exact point of this two-column chart, to get really clear from here on out on things that are absolutely worth it to you and things that aren't. So next time you're at a sports bar with friends and you guys order one appetizer off of your 100% worth it list and several off of your not worth it list, you can enjoy a small serving of the thing you absolutely love and confidently pass and say no thanks to the rest. James Clear, the author of one of my favorite books, Atomic Habits, likes to say that a lot of our successes in life come down to delaying gratification. You're going to want to delay gratification for the things that are 100% worth it to you and not waste your time or calories on things that aren't. Another important reflection would be to notice which of your 100% worth it things you keep around all the time inside your home. Because boy, are those things tempting. If there were a platter of gooey chocolate chip cookies staring at me every day, it would be tough to ignore. Depending on your personality, you may want to keep your most tempting foods outside of your home, which doesn't mean you can never ever have them. It just goes back to that idea of delaying gratification. The idea is to wait until you're at a cute bakery or coffee shop or ice cream store to enjoy your favorite indulgence there. That being said, some people do keep their favorite treats inside their home and they have no problem eating a small portion every once in a while. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, The guiding principle through everything when it comes to healthy, sustainable weight loss is really heightened self-awareness. You are 100% different from every other person out there, so your personality, likes, and dislikes are unique. You've really got to figure out what works best for you, but at the same time, it's important to be sure you're being honest with yourself. Like I said, for me, it works really well when I keep my most tempting treats outside my home and enjoy small portions of them every so often, but you've got to figure out what works for you. All right, so that's pretty much the gist of today's episode. Like I said, losing weight in a healthy, sustainable way requires a lot of mindset work, and this is just one activity that may help. Inside the Health Investment Membership, I do a ton of exercises like this with members so that they're not only able to lose 5 to 50 pounds, they can also keep the weight off long-term and stop dieting forever. Win-win. If you're interested in learning more about the membership, visit thehealthinvestment.com join. I've created it to be the most affordable, comprehensive, flexible, supportive weight loss resource there is, 
and I'm very proud of it. It'd be great to have you on board. Also, please don't hesitate to reach out to me with any questions or thoughts about this episode, or if you have questions about the membership or even something else. I'm always here for you. Well, that's all for today. Thanks again for joining me here on the Health Investment Podcast. I'm so grateful for each and every one of my listeners. On your way out, remember to hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode. See you next week. All content in this podcast was created for general informational purposes only by a non-physician. None of the content should serve as a substitute for professional medical advice, treatment, or diagnosis. Always consult a qualified health provider with any questions regarding a medical condition and before making changes to your diet, lifestyle, and or exercise programs. Do not disregard any professional medical advice you have received or postpone seeking such advice because of something you heard on this podcast.